What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin, here with Meals. What's up, Meals? We're here. We're, we're living. We're moving. We're, uh, we're on a different time than we usually record. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, patrons will get this hella early this week, and, um, you know, they'll be very happy about it. Finally, some good fucking food. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, we're here. It's it's lively. And we actually, before we do that, I want to introduce our special guest because sometimes I bury the lead and I'm known to bury the lead by rambling. Don't want to bury the lead on this one. Um, we have a very special guest on the show who is a Hall of Fame patron. We have none other. You may know him on Twitter as JB Great. You may know him anywhere else as JB Great, honestly. He is, he's here. Jay, what is up? Welcome to the A Show. Thank you for being a Hall of Fame patron, by the way. What's up, y'all? Hey, man, thank y'all for letting me come on the show, man. I really do appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Listen, yeah, it's a... Uh... You've also heard him on uh, Chat Gang Trivia on Black Print Radio <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, the Discord been getting me on that for like... Since that drop, they've been on me. So, yo, no, no trivia questions today. So, no, we're not, we're not gonna do that today. No, no, not never that. I, okay, okay, Mills, my brain be. Oh, <laughs> I would pull shit. up the questions. What is Edge's real name? Um, <laughs> but before we get into that, I would I would like to know how you found the A Show. That's what I would like to know. Like, usually when people come on, it's interesting from this kind of aspect with the Hall of Fame patrons and stuff like that. But, like, how did you find the A-Show? And this helps me, too, to figure out, like, where we're, how we're doing with people finding us. <laughs> um, So I, well, I started watching wrestling back. I got back into wrestling like around 2018. I would variously, like, like, watch clips and stuff. Like, I'll watch the big pay-per-views from, like, 2013 to like almost like 2017 then like 2018 i got back into it fully and then mm. i was still listening into like the jim cordettes and like busted open and i'm like where are the black freaking pop wrestling podcasts and i'm like there gotta be one and then like 2019 i heard of you guys in the rnt radio i was like okay finally then i heard about the black announce table then i heard about the other ones so and then I just been following you guys since 2019, and then ever since then, it's been, I'm just glad I only listen to black wrestling podcasts now. So, <laughs> hey, I love that. <laughs> I love that for you. Um, that's amazing. That's an amazing story. And uh, to be honest with you, it's a story that most people, <laughs> I guess, will relate to. It's interesting yeah. now, like kind of like Justin. I feel like we could low key be pioneers in this little. I the think Black we Wrestling are. podcast game. I really think we are. I think I think, you know, I've said it before on the show. We I, I'm coming for all the flowers. You don't even got to give them to me. <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be great just kind of uh put it out there that that we we really need to start snatching the flowers away, but um absolutely I, I think it's important and we say this all the time that we we make it not just okay, but we make it accessible for people of color to make their own or listen to their own and stuff like that because just for so long we've kind of had to deal with listening to other people's takes on things and of course obviously I'm, I'm 
we're blessed to have people like Jay that listen to us. But you know, it, it, it's a it's a honor to really kind of break through and 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 you know make people feel as though they can be heard. Absolutely. So Jay, thank you for coming on our pod. And uh, yeah, Appreciate we got a lot of stuff to be on here. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff talked about this week. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, I don't know if I want to get... Should we get right to it? I kind of have this thing that we were talking about before we hit record, Justin, that I kind of do want to get into a little bit. But do you feel like we should just head into considering everything that's going on? Let's let's ease them in. Uh, What did you have to talk about? What did you have to talk about? So I had to talk about... So essentially last night, I was listening to... The dream, dreams by the game, or okay. game, or however he's referred to now from the documentary, and I remember specifically, especially last night because I've ran it back a couple times. I was like, I know this song, word for word, bar for bar, cadence to cadence. I can rap it like the game. I can <laughs> rap it like anybody else. And then I was just thinking, like, yo, what are the new songs? What are, like, the latest songs that I really know kind of like this? Like, what's the last song I really genuinely, like, know? And we were talking about this, and you had mentioned... Um, Search and what Rescue. What was the Drake song? You're right, you're right. We mentioned the Drake song, Search and Rescue, which is... It, it, it was a grower on me. I really legitimately thought... I was like, this is kind of, like... My initial thoughts of Search and Rescue by Drake was like, this was like one of those like Lucy's from like 2012, 2011 thing. Um, Even as Lucy's become But hit. as I listened to it more, I was like, yo, this is kind of popping. But that might be the only song that I like. That might be, Drake might be the only artist who still kind of like makes songs that I feel like I know word for word, bar for bar. And I feel like I just listen to stuff now. Um, but maybe I don't consume it enough to be able to like know the words but like justin like what do you think and jay you can step in anytime on kind of like how we consume music and do we is it is it because of the way we consume music before or did we have like a better connection to the songs or just were songs just better back then like getting older bro. i'm trying to figure out i'm trying to feel it out for myself we're getting older bro i think that's what it is i i as you were saying that i was thinking of like Another song that I might not have known the Anybody. lyrics. Um, oh my bad! I thought I thought Jay Five was gonna talk. <laughs> um, I thought Jay Five was gonna talk too, but here we are. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I think the music was. I mean, the music today, I think is. I don't know. Maybe the songs back then met something more than mm. I mean met like people could understanding more than the music they are today that's what i was thinking i mean i mean there there there's always going to be a song that someone's going to relate to regardless whatever what year it is what genre it is someone's always gonna like reflect on it but i don't know that is kind of a tough question to be honest like that's something because i mean there's some songs today that like now that i listen to not not no lyric for lyric but like i know like half of the words of the song because it it is a catchy song so but dreams is a really really good song it's a fucking fantastic song but (laughs) i feel like the game (laughs) i feel like the game fucking rapping that shit justin what's like the besides drake 
Like, what's the last song you think that you like remember, like top to bottom, back to front? Yeah, it's it's funny because as you were saying that, I was like, I might not know the lyrics to this song, but I definitely think the other big song to me that like I know the chorus of for sure is that Lotto song, the the sample Mariah Carey, the the uh, energy that joint. Mm. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah, that joint is it. It was a. It was a. That was a. Because I feel like it's the way people write songs. Like into into Jay's song or to Jay's point um, earlier. Like me, I, I think it's also about the meaning, but also about the intention of like why we're writing songs now. I don't. I don't think they do that anymore. I think maybe. I mean, on the pop side, obviously Taylor Swift, but she's just bringing out all her old shit, right? Like it's not even new stuff that she's making. This shit that she made like a decade ago, right? Yeah, it's like. She has some new shit mixed with the old shit, but like, yeah, it's it's, it's really back in the day. I'm thinking maybe but like Rihanna. But what else Taylor can Taylor Swift can make? Like, I feel like she's done. She's made everything. What else can she make? These these white women, listen, they don't care. She can make. <laughs> they <anything>. don't. <laughs> she speaks for them. She speaks their language. She is their soul animal, like soul spirit thing. Yeah, like you were saying, Rihanna. I mean, but we haven't got a Rihanna album since 2016, and that still pisses me off. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to think. Like, oh god, um, what's another song? I really got to open iTunes for this. Like, uh, it, it's really the hit makers that make like the songs that you like genuinely, like genuinely remember. And it's like yeah. the Drakes, like people who understand the science of what goes into a song that's catchy, instead of being like, okay, let me impress you with bars or sounds or something along those lines. Like, I guess this also features Drake. Sicko Mode, I could remember that back yeah. to front. It's a very yeah. simple Travis, song. Travis Scott is, Travis Scott's a, 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 a person who has had a hit like that <laughs> in the yeah. last years. Um, I mean, you know what? Like, I mean, I mean, Ski, the Young Thug song from two years ago, that was another joint that was mm. was I could I could think of that was a hit that was doing well. Honestly, it's, it's every time Drake. I mean, "Fuck You Mean" is another one. If you want to talk about this year, Fuck you yeah, mean. I know. Yeah, that, that I, I honestly don't know the words besides "Fuck You Mean." <laughs> no, that no, could be song. I'm trying to wrap it in my brain. <laughs> go ahead. It's it goes yeah, go bunny bunny Fuck you mean. <laughs> So, like, I just got to hear it to be like, okay, all right, all right. You, once you hear it, you're like, okay, we're forgetting about another artist that just popped up in my head. Uh, Little, Little Nas X, Old Town, Old oh, Town yeah. Road. That was yeah. a smash. Like, I don't know the lyrics. I, I don't know the lyrics to that. I don't know the lyrics to that. I feel I like know you know it. You just don't know that you know it. <laughs> yeah. I just know well, those lyrics because. All I think oh, of I just is know those lyrics. I know he don't say diamond in the back in the song, but all I think of is diamond in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah, he says horses. He says horses in the back. Horses in the back. You know, what I got horses in the back. Shit. You know what recent <laughs> shit that I know? I Spice. I was just oh, there you go. That. Yeah, Princess Diana. I, I think it's more than you thought, Mills. I think you know more songs than you, than you think. Probably, but I feel like I just listen to everything. I'm just like, yo, I'm just listening, bro. Like, people don't make songs for me to, like, get into. Like, even SZA, well, SZA, you can barely understand half the words she's saying when she actually sings. But, like, even <laughs> SZA, 
it's like I don't even know. I know the word is snooze, but I can't name the rest. Like I can't lose something, something, something. Mm. When I'm with you, Mills, you don't know when, when I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't want to snooze and miss the moment. Something, yeah, something you important. You know nobody, it. Nobody, nobody, you. Nobody like you. Oh, there we go. All right, so maybe I do know these shits. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! You know what? We should J5. stop embarrassing ourselves. <laughs> J five. What do you think about Scissors' new? Uh, what do you think about Scissors' latest new album, though? What do you think about it? I don't know if you had your thoughts on it. I haven't listened to it in full. I'm not like I'm not really like a Scissor guy. I think. Um, oh, okay. I'm not really like a Scissor guy. Not nothing against her artistry. I I completely respect and acknowledge that she is the tribal chief of R and B uh you know rhythmic right now but um right. i'm just i'm just never been like a huge huge scissor fan I, I i think it's the it's the it's the um legibility like i, I really can't understand what she's saying and i think that's an issue with a lot of new r&b i feel like variety the scientist mm-hmm. falls into that trap as well where i'm like what are you saying like <laughs> like what do you mean like i i just think that the, it's it's it starts to sound the same after a while, but I do respect. I, yeah. I I did. I do like that song she has with Florence of Florence and the Machine. That's a really um, it's a really good song. Yeah, that's like a good song. song. That's a good song. But yeah. I haven't listened to that Scissor album. I haven't gotten past like I listened to it in full once, and then I probably in li- later latter listens I probably haven't gotten past news <laughs> in yeah. terms of like the actual track listing. Um, <laughs> But you know, she's supposed to drop a deluxe or something, so I'm assuming she'll have more uh, hits under her belt. Um, final, final question right, yeah, before we like, before we start. Um, do okay. do we have any like any albums that we love this year? Because I'm really trying to figure out. I haven't. I don't like album, but there hasn't been an album this year where I'm like, I'm playing it on replay, replay, replay. There hasn't been one yet, is it? Do you guys feel like surprisingly? Surprisingly, I've, I like a lot of albums this year. I, I think the I think the quality of music has been kind of all right this year. I, I like the Paramore album a lot. That's definitely going to be in my top ten. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, Victoria Monet's album. That's going to be in my top ten. Um, I, I like the I gotta listen to that. Yeah, like I like I like the the Don Toliver album is for sure going to be at least in my top three. The Don Toliver album is fantastic. I've listened to it all year. Uh, the Burner Boy album is is really really good. Um, I I really enjoy I, the Gunna album will be up there for me. It's not like my favorite project of his, but it's it's still a, a solid project. I really like the Spider Man Spider Verse soundtrack. That was that's Ooh, also that's my like that's my number one. That might be my number one this year. Yeah, that's that's gonna be up there. I like the After Hours live album from the uh the HBO Max special. That that's dope. I, I again I liked a lot of albums this year. Like I I've 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 I think more than last year I've I've been like really listening to a lot of music and um those are definitely in, in my top. I would say for me, I'm literally looking through my iTunes now. So I made like an actual like for the last week I made because I hadn't been listening to new R and B and I feel like a shithead for doing it. Um so I've actually been like hunkered down like listening to a lot of new r&b but beyond that i've been like the um that tyler deluxe album that came out this year i remember i ran that up and down earlier this year 
Um, Ice Spice, I ran crazy at the top of the year. Um, fucking, uh, like yeah, Justin said, Paramore, the Victoria Monet is a really, really good one. Like it's, it's worth a couple of listens. Like I've, I can run it back and forth, shuffle on shuffle. It's really, really good. I find myself um, dropping off of that after uh, on my mama though. It's I feel like it's pretty flawless up to that point, and then after that, I'm like, all right, I'm looking at my watch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like stop asking me for shit. Come on. <laughs> and um, let's it's see, corny song. Uh, I like the song. It's it's funny to me. Um, there's a Leon Thomas album called Electric Dusk. If you're like, if you're missing Frank Ocean. Here's someone who is on time and ready and all this other stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of it. The Metro Boomin, the Metro Boomin Spider-Verse soundtrack. That is definitely one for sure. Like, Fantastic. It, it's up there. Fantastic. So yeah, it's been a couple of things this year. It's been, I don't necessarily, I forget to hit add when I listen to albums, but also a lot of albums have been trash. Like th- those are like seven out of probably like, 20 i've maybe listened to <laughs> so mm-hmm. who knows um let's say you jay before we head and i have to give um, my uh, my big speech <laughs> <laughs> um i listened to that new mick jenkins album i really like that album i think that's really good um the six tape three with b noah and blast that just dropped mm-hmm. out god been liking that one I do need to listen to that new Victoria Monet. I know everyone's been telling me it's a good album, but I haven't still listened to it yet. I haven't got the time to actually first, sit first down. Song, first song is going to have you like, yo. <laughs> but the yeah, thing yeah. is, the thing about the album is, too, uh, is that like a lot of these songs I didn't know were old as shit. <laughs> like, I did not know. Yeah, like, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of songs in there are like literally came out last year, some of them. But, um, that's, when how, I went that's how R&B does. That's how R&B is now. Yeah, yeah. It like like a lot of the songs on there has vid- have videos, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, oh my mom is like literally the most that's recent. A... No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I I want to say that's another thing as well. I don't know when videos come out anymore. <laughs> yeah, they like, don't. There's like yeah. they don't. It's crazy. Twitter, Twitter for sure. Yeah, Twitter. Um. Yeah. Obviously, the Spider Man. You know. Yeah, the Spider Man from Metro Boomin. That's up there. There's just so many. I've been listening to Blueface, Babyface, Babyface Ray. I was gonna say Blueface. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Babyface Ray. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> he do got a. Hey, he just dropped a song. Blueface. Uh, don't, I think it's. Don't, from, no. Don't. Oh, no. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I just said I just like that his last song. That's only one. But yeah, other than that, just yeah, that's that's about it. My song. I just still there's a lot of albums I still got to go listen to. I did not go back to listening to Travis Scott. I don't know why. I just didn't because it's ass. Like, yeah, yeah. I just is. didn't. I just didn't like it. So, but we can move on. But thank you guys. Okay. Let's let's move on. Let's go get into this. Was a great discussion, by the way. Um, I love all of this. Let's get into. Let's not even bury the lead. Biggest story this week. Last week, the biggest story was Jade Cargill signed multi million 
dollar deal, multi-year deal to WWE. But old Tony Khan says, oh, that's why Tony Khan was so calm. He was like, man, he was low-key like, oh, man, fuck that bitch. Like, he he was essentially on that time because he knew that he had something big in the bag. And the big the big surprise came this weekend during their pay-per-view wrestle dream where none other greatest pay-per-view hey, greatest pay-per-view of all my time. favorite wrestler of all time adam copeland debuted in aew and i subsequently everything that i had ate previously had come out and just vomited and rushed and all over the floor to see my guy adam copeland <sighs> in AEW. First thoughts, first just anything that comes to mind. I mean, I mean, what do you think, Nils? What like what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, all right. My genuine thoughts, my genuine thoughts about this whole um Adam Copeland goes to AEW thing. I am not surprised. In fact, I think we had the discussion a couple weeks ago where there was a possibility, especially after his big match with Sheamus, and there was a lot of contract talks, and will he, won't he sign, and he's got the fucking contract in his email, or whatever the fuck after he was saying. I thought, genuinely, his responses were very non-committal to things. Especially where he was like, I'm not sure what we want to do after. I really have to talk to my family. You know, I have the contract here, but I'm not sure what I really want to do yet. I thought those are all red flags in terms of like, this nigga is probably going to AEW. Like it, 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 and, and to be honest with you, it tracks with a lot of similar people who are in his shoes who have gone to AEW. So to me, I wasn't surprised and me seeing it, I'm like, well, I guess he's just like the rest of them niggas. <laughs> it's essentially the the hero I thought who was who kind of like stood alone. I think fully realized he was just like everyone else when making this decision. What, what do you mean by what, what do you mean by that? Like, what? Why did you like? What made you think Edge would be kind of like different? Because like I, I took. Because, go ahead. Like, like I, I took all of that as him definitely hedging but i think that for a for a long time edge has kind of like i feel like he got that lease that new lease on life and he was like oh i'm about to wild out like that's been his whole thing is like i'm about to wild the fuck out and i think that i think wwe was definitely like you cannot absolutely not on our dime and and they weren't letting him kind of do what he wanted to do well, in 2019, he was initially going to, he had initially considered, or early, late 2019, he had initially re- considered AEW. That's when I knew, like, there was actually, like, talking beforehand. He initially um, considered AEW to make his big return, and essentially WWE was like, nigga, you are not ruining our moment. <laughs> we gave you retirement speeches, we gave you haircuts, we gave you Hall of Fame ceremonies, we gave you all this shit. You are not ruining it by going over to AEW fuck no and they cleared him um and you know we got that big moment 2020 royal rumble it is, is a moment in the royal rumble history probably will never forget and he won the royal rumble 2021 and it's another moment that he will never forget but i thought 
So in terms of the initial question was like, what made you think it was going to be different? I think Edge compared to most people, most of the veterans who are in their late 40s, early 50s, who have moved over to AEW, Edge by far had the best standing in WWE, seemingly out of all of them. When you compare it to Christian, when you compare it to Big Show, when you compare it to Mark Henry, maybe even Chris Jericho in a sense. But I think Chris Jericho could probably still work in WWE today. But I think compared to all of those, Edge still had the best standing in terms of like being a a top guy. So I think the realization was given... And and I think he had essentially the same kind of like he had the same thought process that again Christian has, Big Show has, Thing has. If I'm not going to be used the way I want to be used here, I want to go somewhere else where I can be used more. Which, when you say it like that, is understandable. But there are a number of people online who are completely completely negating the environment that edge found himself back in when he reviewed in 2020 yeah i mean i could go i could go on for days if you want me to go on for days i got a whole rant about this shit like well I, i i think i think a lot of it comes down to for me it was the messaging um i think the messaging was kind of is on his end is like i i feel like i'm like just 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 like sell the actual truth you know what i'm saying just just be like yo i wasn't i you know what i'm saying he, and he did on twitter but, but with the, but without the defensiveness i thought the defensiveness was strange but i think that's always how he's kind of been his that's like his personality on twitter just in general is to kind of be defensive more often than not but um I, I i just it just looks and and again like you know say what you will i just think that the the uh your contract expires in 20 and you know in one day and then you're there the next day it just kind of looks kind of weird i just think it looks weird i'm sorry yo jay what do you think before i really get in my bag about this? and be clear Man. and be clear i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt jay i'm sorry to interrupt but like be clear i do not care that he went there i do think that the way that it has been introduced is strange like absolutely strange yeah, I, I totally agree on that part. But to me, <clears throat> Edge is retired again. He's retired. <laughs> Edge is done. He is done. That Edge that I know, the 25 years that I watch Edge or 20, uh, many times I've watched Edge, that Edge is done. This is Adam Copeland. This is real life. This is him. I I don't know, man. This is you're relying on another 50 year old guy to sell your product, to make sure you get ratings again. And I just don't think it's going to be good. Like edge. He overthinks his matches. He overthinks it. And we saw it in the second run. He overthinks his matches. He overthinks it so many times. So where it's like, okay, edge, pick it up. Let's go. Like you're overthinking mm-hmm. this shit. Like, Come on. Like with the AJ Styles match at WrestleMania, all of us were saying, this is going to be a banger. This is going to be a banger. And it felt flat. 
it only picked up at the end when he debuted the Judgment Day with Damian Priest. That's when it only picked up at the end. No one ever, no one talks about that match. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just, and with everyone there, all the injuries, you, you Soraya is your women's champion whose neck is fucking heading on by fucking two, held by together feet. by held together by thoughts and prayers. So, so is so is Edge. Said. So is Edge's spine and neck. <laughs> Edge's neck, spine. You have so many people on the shelf where there's like one bad move and it's over. It's like over. There's no nothing to where it's like, no, he can wrestle. Like, no, he can he can come back in a couple weeks. No. Like, Edge, you're Adam Copeland, you are 50. Please. Yeah, we, we really you really not calling him Edge no more? Y'all crazy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not calling him Edge. Edge to me was a rated R superstar who had his own belt. You rated oh, R yeah, superstar so, now, apparently. I no, that no, that's Adam Copeland. Listen, and Matt Hardy, you are a bitch. Why are you posting that picture right after yes. that happened? You are a, a fucking bitch. That dude fucked your girl at the time on live. TV. Why are you even posting that picture? And everyone just wants to see everyone's posting these pictures. I know J5 quoted it. Oh, look. We're getting Matt and Jeff. Edge and Christian. Excuse me. Adam Copeland and and Christian. They just want to relive. (laughs) They just want to relive fucking 2000. Christian is weird. Copen Christian? Yeah. What? No. Like, why do you guys want to see the, Matt Hardy can barely get up? Is Jeff Hardy yeah. going to pass a UA test? Like, what what are we doing? And I love four of these guys. I love them to death. They are part of my childhood. I've seen amazing things. But please, it's going. It's twenty twenty three. We're going to be in twenty twenty four. By the time they're going to do that tag team match, and I promise you, I'll bet a hundred dollars they're going to do that tag match. They're going to do it next year in London. They're mm-hmm. going to do it. They are going to do it. You can bookmark this fucking when I say it on here. They are going to do that match. And it's going to be fucking shitty. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be like, it's going to be fucking DX versus the Brothers of Destruction at Crown Jewel. Damn. I'm telling on, you. Damn. I'm Listen, telling you. I'm a, I'm, I am. I'm I will you. say this right now. I'm, I'll say this right now. I am a lot less down on this whole thing uh, than than most people. Like I, I'm, I don't really honestly care, but I, I do think that there are, are there are two major things that do annoy me about it, and that is the people just changing up their whole tune about how they feel about uh, Edge just in general, um, and the the idea that. Uh, you know, like I, I and you were there too, Mills. You've seen this as well. Like people used to say, like Edge doesn't draw. He's not a draw. Uh, he, you know, he's ass. Like he's all of this stuff. All of the, all of these things definitely have been said about him before. And I think that it's funny how people are are just forgetting that just because he's there now. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, the internet discourse has been, it's been interesting, and now I find there's a bit of like disingenuosity disin, disingenuosity wow. disingenuosity there you go um <laughs> i made that up because that's how legitimately it makes me feel uh, it's so strongly that i made up a new word 
of how people kind of go across with their fandom and kind of want to be holier than thou in terms of like, oh, you should, you know, if you don't like this, you don't like wrestling. And it's like, no, fucker. Like, I'm, I'm, I can feel how I feel, but I'll say this as an Edge fan. This is, I'm, I'm about to go on my thing right now. As an Edge fan, I genuinely do feel that he, not necessarily misled, but he, like you said, J- J5, wasn't truthful in the way that he was going about things. But realistically, here's the thing about the truth. Here's the thing about the truth, though, Mills. He didn't have to say anything. We didn't. He didn't really, have to say shit. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, he I didn't don't have to need say anything. He didn't like, have to be on his on his porch in his rocking chair telling us about these things. No, he didn't have to say a damn thing. Yeah, I I I think that. If he just left, I'm I'm cool with that. Like I I feel like to is in a in a comparison, I think that Brian handled it like really kind of G in a lot of ways. Like Brian just left, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just said, "All right, I'm out." You know what I mean? And I, I think that with with Ed, just like he knew meals that people were gonna trip about this. He fucking knew, Can and I-, I think he tried to get ahead of it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, cause like these are the things that kind of like bother me about it because like I'm a fan who tunes into all of the content that edge drops. And I still don't get me wrong. I love edge Adam Copeland. Still one of my favorites of all time. However, this is a man who is like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. You know, it's getting harder to do this each time. You know, my family, you know, they want me to, I want to be closer to my family. I don't want to be like one of those old guys who, you know, uh, staying past their welcome, all of these things, you know what I'm saying? Like he's building, when when you talk about his last run in WWE and kind of like how it ended, he was talking about all these things. It even goes back to the press conference and elimination chamber earlier this year, where he was essentially like, I don't know about the retirement at, that was my first thing. I don't know about the retirement in Toronto later this year, because I'm feeling good about continuing to do this. And I kind of want to continue to do this. That was the first thing I said, Oh, okay. Maybe he's interested in something. And then the retirement went through because obviously WWE is going to market his 25 years. They're going to market his retirement, you know, not necessarily his retirement match, but like this could be his final match. And the shit show of how they threw together that Sheamus match and why his last matches with Sheamus just in general just blows my mind. It, it, it to me felt like there was a little bit in terms of like, I know personally, this is probably not how edge wants to go out, but this is how he's going to go out because ultimately this is the environment he's in. Mm-hmm. So he says all these things and he's, he, he's kind of coming off as like, Oh, I'm going to retire. But in it, and you, you talk about the Brian thing, Brian, Ended his WWE run and he took a couple months off and said, listen, I'm be with my family. But I, we always knew that there was a hope that there was a chance that Brian will go to AEW because realistically he wants to wrestle other people. And I think that was his driving force for going to AEW. He's in the WWE system too long. He wants to, before he fully retires, he wants to go out there and wrestle other people he's never wrestled before. Fine. He's been in WWE a dec- more than a decade, 15 years at this point. Edge, like you said, final match late August. The the ink the, the 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 contract ends at the end of September, and he's there the next day. 
There is no way you had any time to think about this unless you were thinking about it way beforehand, unless you were having these conversations way beforehand, unless you were doing these things all way beforehand. It's not necessarily mean being mad about him going to AEW, but it looks very sketchy in terms of like, you, this don't sound like what you were sounding like. And then, and then he makes his return. He does his thing. He has his big entrance. You know, he's, he's still got the music, all this stuff. Then he goes to the scrum and says, I finally feel free. And I'm like, <laughs> brother. Free. He hit, all the, he hit all the mad libs that I thought he was going to. Because, again, I know I've been following Edge for a long time. This is a large part of how he sees the business as artistry. And he feels like a rock band. I feel like in WWE, he felt like a rock band that was forced to play all his commercial hits. And he wanted to play some shit that some new shit that he wrote that is different than anything else. Um, <laughs> so he gets to AEW and he's sitting there and he's you can see all his teeth, all of them. You know what I'm saying? He's happier than a cow. He's like, I can't wait to be here. And not only does he say, I can't wait to be here. He says, I'm here every fucking week. <laughs> that was crazy. I will be I'm going to be here every week. He is wrestling Luchasaurus in about eight days. Luchasaurus, <laughs> by the way. Oldest person on the roster, by the way. Dinosaur, man. So he, he is wrestling Luchasaurus in eight days. He says, I'm going to be here every week. But he describes the shit as freedom, and he describes it as, I finally am able to do things kind of like how I want to do it. And I think there's a tweet. Where the tweet at? I gotta find this tweet. There's a Boy, tweet out the there. Tweet at? He said, "Where the tweet at?" <laughs> there's a tweet out there. I have no, I have no ill will towards Kenny. Thoughts? No offense. I have no ill will towards him. I do. I don't really. I, I do. <laughs> oh, I know J Five. Really oh yeah, know. I already know J Five. Do I already know? I don't. I, already know I don't really know him. I don't really know him. Um, but he he put this tweet. He says, "Imagine your mom works at a job for 14 years." She gets in a horrible accident and is on workers' comp for nine years. She returns to that company. She's so happy to. First of all, you on workers' comp for nine years is nuts. Um, <laughs> nuts. But, <laughs> but management has changed. She's paid well, but not professionally fulfilled. Why would you suddenly not be professionally fulfilled after being on workers' comp for nine years? Don't know. You chose to go back. <laughs> she has opportunities elsewhere. She leaves after 25 years of the company to a fledgling new company that's offering to pay her more because I know they paid that nigga a lot. Um, more say in her schedule, he's working more than he worked with yeah. his previous job. It's and not. It's, more, he, is, he is taking on more. Uh, he's taking on more responsibilities that he does not have to do. <laughs> absolutely, and more say on decisions in the company that. A lot of her old co-workers and friends work for now. Would you say, mom, you're a traitor for leaving. I can't believe you did this. Do you see how dumb that sounds? Let me talk to you about this tweet for a second. One. First of all, can I just, this is a, that is a horrible analogy. Like, what the fuck? No, a, I was just a, saying that's a horrible a, analogy. Not for, I, I agree with you. It's a gross overdramatization about what actually happened. The reality is this mom was given a whole lot and then some was given the creative liberties to do all the things that she wanted to do up to a certain point where it did not work anymore. And the reality is this mom came into a situation 
where WWE is not the same. Oh, hold on, it was Walmart. Well, sorry, Walmart, whatever. Some made up job came into this situation where not only are are there new people in in hire, but there's new niggas who are selling out the store. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There is Roman Reigns who is selling out the store. There's Seth Rollins who is selling out the store. There's a you got got LA Knight in Lost Prevention. He's selling out the store as well. (laughs) You got Bianca Belair. You got a whole and WWE. WWE's main main purpose, and you know why Edge should be able to see this? Because this was Edge 20 years ago. In 02, when they were looking for new stars to carry the company after everyone from the late 90s fell off and were no longer the draw that they were. Edge, as much as he wants, he, he is great at the role that he plays but he cannot be incorporated into this WWE system because he is no longer relevant within the system. He is not a fixture that you can kind of get behind on a weekly basis because of one of his age and two, because of the nostalgia factor. People Mm -hmm. want what's happening right now and they want what's happening right now on time. The Roman Reigns of the world, the Bianca Belair's world, the Becky Lynch's of the world, those are what is pushing the company right now. And it would be crazy to say, I want to hitch my wagon to someone that we did it 20 years ago who was 50 years old, who has had multiple surgeries, who got injured two months into his return. It would be crazy to do that. But you know what? They gave him the opportunity for once. And they did it with Judgment Day. And they say, here's the thing. We're going to... Re, we're going to add you into our ecosystem. You're going to have a role, and you're going to have a role next to these guys named Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest, and they are new, and they will make you feel fresher. And he walked around with hotel robes and all this other shit that I made fun of on Twitter that the reason that got me blocked because I legitimately thought his version of Judgment Day was not smart at all. There are too many things of where he was now. He's supposed to be like this evil, demonic character, but he can only get heat by insulting baseball teams or the crowd that he's in. There's a bunch of things wrong with that version of Judgment Day. So they said, nah, this isn't working. And I truly believe that is the moment he checked out. When the thing that he created was no longer working. And he said, you know what? This isn't for me. My contract is up in a year. That was, uh, Soon after that, the, the SummerSlam after that, he was like, my contract is up in a year, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do after this. Because he was back to being the giant Cheetos guy with the sunglasses who was coming out in spirit, niggas. I mean, giant Cheetos guy. That's crazy. Listen, man. <laughs> I love Edge. I love Edge, but the reality of the situation is he fits in the situation. He does. He can't fit in the situation because he can't fit in the current situation because of his history with WWE. So I understand why he goes to AEW, but realistically, where do you even fit in AEW? Where? How? How do you fit in AEW? Did you ever realize? Did you ever come to think about that? Like, how is this actually going to work? How does this stop from being? It's just Edge, but in AEW. I mean, where's the, where's the creative that comes into play where he does this? I think the red flag here is also that he like named a bunch of people that he's either worked with before or are like, like 
as old as he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think that there there is definitely ways that it can work. Um, but I, I, I think that in, in general, you look at this situation and, and you say, all right, um, you know, there are some young guys that he could work with. And I think ultimately, Meals, he, do, he does want to help the business. I, I, I think I, I do believe that he does want to help. I, and I think he tried to do that with Judgment Day. However, it was a situation where it just wasn't tenable for him to do so, you know, the way that WWE wanted wanted to do it. I mean, you had Rhea Ripley, who was like, you know, the hottest thing since fucking anything. And then you had Edge there just kind of taking up space. You know what I mean? And and I, I think he just didn't want to take up space you know, ultimately. And I can get that idea. I can get behind that. I just think that for a company that you just lost to... You lost a potential star that could have made, you know, uh, it could have been a turning point for you, especially looking at what WWE has. And then you you lost one of your biggest draws. I don't think following it up with Edge is the best idea because, for one thing, we just saw him a month ago. And I think that if you had gotten him post-retirement, it would have been the biggest moment in AEW history. But you got him, you know, after all of, you know what I mean? Like, like kind of post that, and it just wasn't it didn't hit as, as hard. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think, you know, when it comes to how he's going to fit, that ultimately is going to shape everything. I, I can't see, I can see how he can kind of move back. And I think Christian, I think because of Christian's kind of like career as being like the second thing to edge, it makes him able to fit more. And he's able to be a lot more malleable with kind of like how he approaches things. Um, Edge we've seen him try various things and it not kind of really work out. And you realize that people just kind of like edge, like the guy who comes out and spears things with the leather jacket kind of thing. Like most people, you're like, and it's a sobering kind of thing to believe that you can try and you can be creative in some sort of aspects, but it may not necessarily work. But I kind of, before I finish, I want to go to the the tweets thing because it's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, um, I just want to say something too before before you guys get to think. He has won every single feud except for one when he when his return back. Also, the only feud that he lost was against Roman. So, like, I don't know what this free thing that he was talking about. You created Judgment Day. You beat Seth. You had an amazing feud with Seth. You had an amazing feud with AJ Styles. Not I mean, I shouldn't say amazing, but you had a good feud with AJ Styles. You create a judgment day, and I just feel like they just didn't want to do that spooky shit. Nobody does want to see the spooky shit no more. No, I'm just sorry. I, I don't want to see spooky shit no more. If I want to see spooky shit, I'll just go on Twitter or just pull up on something on, like, internet. But I think that just when they did that, like, I kind of checked out, too. And it was just like, all right, I don't want to see this purple lighting. I don't want to see this demonic kind of thing black suit all this kind of bullshit i don't want to see this i just i think i'm was glad the, that they changed them yeah it was the first time in my career i kind of really did check out on like what edge was doing i was like nigga what is this <laughs> to the point where i was making fun of it every week because i was like this is so weird um but kind of like to end it he drops these tweets and he says you know i'm no longer with aew i mean i'm no longer with wwe my new name is aew I'm excited. Whole new roster, some familiar faces I wanted to work with again, and a whole set of first ever matches. Da, da, da. He's talking like he's 25, by the way. Um, <laughs> but he, <laughs> hey, it was just fed up. 
I'm I'm fed up. I just feel like this isn't what it, it reads to me like the the Pat Buck thing where like I want to spend more time with my family and then you just go work somewhere else. It's like nigga, if you wanted to go work somewhere else, just go work somewhere else. Like you didn't have to put up all this rules and shit. But he says the odd mentality of one company or the other and blah 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 and all this other stuff. And he's like, um, uh, he said some relationships just grow apart and I feel like WWE and I have grown outgrown each other. I wanted to do more. They didn't have much for me to do. Simple as that. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's a fair statement. But I also think the reality of it is like, I mean, it's not that necessarily, I would have been fine if he'd retired. I would have been fine if he took six months off and actually thought about it and then went to AEW. I'm still fine with him in AEW. I'm going to watch the Luchasaurus match no matter what. Um, but I feel like Ew. this, this was, yeah, th- this was kind of like, it's kind of weird how the, you wait until t- less than 24 hours after your contract expires to move over. Feels like there wasn't necessarily kind of like a lot of thought into it. And a lot of these things retracts from the statements that you were kind of saying before. Um, but sounded, maybe that's how it, it sounded really defensive. I, I, sounds, I, I agree. I wasn't a I big fan too. of the tweet of the tweets because it was like, well, I'm I this tribalism stuff is whack. And I'm like, well, look at where you brought up tribalism, first of all. Yeah, like like exactly. Like him going where he went, I'm just like, that's where they that's how they get down. I'm like, are you ready for that? Like, are, are you ready for I I I I I and forgive me if I'm wrong here. Like I really honestly question what the the modern kind of AEW fan thinks about Edge. You know what I mean? I, I I think that like, is this gonna be something that moves the needle for them? Is this gonna be something that moves the needle for for him? Because it is it's definitely a situation where like you don't really know how they're gonna react to him. And I think that his creative is very much sports entertainment creative. And I think that there's some AEW fans that are ready for that. There's some AEW fans that that's why they don't watch WWEs because, you know, they don't they don't get that. Um, and you know, I I, I just I, I really wonder how that's going to work in, in terms of just how that how that comes off with uh with with Edge. It's weird because I've never, and this is I I understand I'm being very very snarky with all of this, but it's just. It's the truth of the matter, and then it's also, like, I feel like some things where the truth was lost in a lot of this. And he was super defensive in the thing. Have you ever considered in your life Edge versus Kenny Omega? Do I consider it or do I want to see it? Because I think that's... Do you want to see it? Have you ever considered in terms of, like, a dream match? Like, like you've seen Brian Danielson in WWE before, and he's like, it would be great if he faced Kenny Omega at the peak of his powers. No, because I don't think that Edge is that type of wrestler, and I think it's just really <laughs> funny that he now thinks that he is. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's like, I haven't faced these guys before, and I'm like, bruh, you not, you not them. You know what I'm saying? Edge like, ain't never, like, but but I mean his his reverence and his fascination with right. indie, with indie wrestling has been there since he was you know retired the first time, and I think that he said I want to get out there and do what those guys are doing, and I think that it's just super interesting that um, you know he's taking you know this big of a uh, of of a dip into the pool 
but it's also like I, I just I, I don't know what it's gonna look like. I, I we know what the AEW style is, but we also know that there are some people that don't work that style, but that there are eventually people that do work that style. <laughs> and I think that like with yeah. with Edge, it's like he's gonna end up he's gonna end up fucking around and finding out. <laughs> He's going to end up fucking around and finding out, bro. And, and I think that's going to be uh, it's going to be incredibly humbling for a lot of people that uh, that I, I don't know. What do people think is going to happen other than them getting that's ratings? What I'm I don't think people have thought even that far. People like, have What do people think? No, they see this as a move. But realistically, like w- the question is, what do you think is going to happen with Edge and AEW? The best case scenario for him is Chris Jericho and not necessarily feuding with Chris Jericho, but becoming a Chris Jericho character where you've assimilated into the system. He's going to make another faction, you guys think? Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. Um, But the worst case scenario is like, the first thing you do, the first thing you do is put him against Christian and then team him up with some dorks. I I don't know. (laughs) But it's kind of, it sucks now because I know we we haven't talked about Wrestle Dream yet, but we probably won't. But um, the Nick Wayne thing, I mean, he turned heel. Now you got to kind of put that in the back burner because it was lost in the sauce. It was lost. Yeah, it was lost. You feel bad for the kid because it's like, this is really big moment. He's from Seattle or whatever. He's from there, him and Darby Allen. And now that's kind of in the back burner because you just debuted Edge. So it's like, where do they go from now? Where do they do they implement that story eventually? Because you have to, because Luchasaurus is with Christian. Off. Yeah, I think that story, I think the Darby Allen, Nick Wayne thing branches off and the Christian and Edge thing branches off. Um, and I and I think that's kind of like how it goes. But yeah, it definitely like you snooze and you miss the moment. You know what I'm saying? As Sizzle would say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hate Mills. <laughs> and he didn't know and he said he didn't know the lyrics. Wow. Hey, I can't lose. <laughs> you still didn't miss the moment. That's what's going through Edge's mind. He's like, if I miss this, I'm never gonna be able to re- wrestle Okada. <laughs> and I'm oh like, Lord. Okay, oh, okay. Lord. All right, all right. You had me Here's at Kenny thing, Omega. Though. Here's the thing though, Mills. You know he's coming back. He's gonna be yes. back. And yes. however long it's going to take, he's going to come back. I think that we've seen this before. I don't want to be mean, but like we know that this company is just not capable of kind of maintaining this type of momentum. Like I, I see, I see Dynamite doing stellar numbers this week, and then I see people kind of catching on to the jucks, and then they're going to turn, they're going to tune back out. You know what I mean? I like we've seen it before. I think Ed saying he's going to be there weekly. Ah, we'll see. You know, remains to be seen. I think it's going to be a lot of we, we're going to hear from Edge. He's definitely not working every single week. But but again, it's like, you know, you 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 let Punk go. You brought Edge in. I think I think it's a good idea, if, if only because we already know that the Edge is a lot better, uh, a lot more of a, uh, how do you say, um, kind of a nicer guy than than punk ever was so you know it it is it's it's definitely something that i th- I think you know is, is gonna go down easily for a lot of the people in the AEW, and i think they're ready i don't for think that he's team. yeah i don't think he's the disruptor like punk is and i think the disruptor the disruptiveness of punk is really what draws people there i think yeah. um 
he's going to kind of like, he's going to pretty much just become another guy on the show. Yeah. Which I know that you don't want and you never foresaw for him, but you know. Yeah, but it is what it is. Let's move. We should probably move on. Yeah. <laughs> move on quickly. Um, quick thoughts on NXT No Mercy. Jay, did you get to watch the show? Yeah, I, I got to watch the show. Um, really, really good show. Another great PLE for NXT. Illy, man, Dragunov is a new NXT champion. How do you guys feel about that? It was it it was well done, and I think it told the story that it should have told. Um, just in terms of uh, Carmelo, the story had been throughout the, the last couple of weeks. Carmelo, you really can't beat this guy. <laughs> and I and I and I think that the match kind of showed that Ilya is on a different level than pretty much everyone. And I think that you know it, it was it was a fantastic match in that it it we got to see a different side of Carmelo. And I've been very hard on him this year. I really have, and for good reason. I felt this. I felt as though he could be better than what he was and what we saw at Stand and Deliver. And I think that he showed that, and and he had a really fucking banger of a match with Ilya, who can't, who seemingly can't have bad matches with anyone. And I and I think they should they they to me have a match of the year contender in a, in a lot of ways. I really think their second match. So I feel like what the goal of the first match was was supposed to toughen up um, Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that I think, like, the battles with Vader and Mankind toughen up Shawn Michaels. I gave yes. him a little bit more grit. Um, but I think, and I think, I, I think I don't know if this, it actually did happen, to be honest with you. He kind of, like, wrestles the same way. I would have loved to see a little bit more reckless abandon from him. Like, really saying, like, yo, I really got to do whatever it takes to, like, kill this guy because he will not die. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have loved to see that. But realistically this was the best avenue for the story that they're telling with Melo and trick this is the best avenue for the story that they're telling with Ilya, who is the best worker on the brand who is a young upstart talent who you can kind of like really kind of like build around and also i think um adds to the main event of like anything he has not missed yet so anyone who goes up against him it's just going to be an amazing contest um I thought it was a really good show and I thought it was a really good main event um, between Becky and Tiffy as well. That was Becky, Becky fucked herself up. And I was like, Becky, you didn't even really have to do all of that. Like they, they I, I, and again, it's showing you different sides of these characters that we've seen. And I think it's just out of, out of this world for, 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 for Tiffany Stratton. Like she is ready, Bubba. Like, like she is really ready. And I, I think in a lot of ways, she proved she proved on Saturday night that she is definitely next up. Like she she is the real deal, and I think Becky sees that in her as well. Becky, man, I I, I, I didn't I didn't foresee this at the, at the top of the year, but she's definitely top in the top running for female wrestler of the year. I think there's a little bit of defiance in Becky Lynch currently, considering how things are currently going on the brand that she's in. Mm-hmm. I think there's no between all her comments of like, feel like the women aren't getting enough tension and women aren't getting enough, um, you know, you know, just matches on Monday night raw. And I think she's taking that personally. And I think that's why, you know, going kind of like the extra level with Tiffany Stratton 
given these opportunities to Tegan Knox, um, being in segments with Indy Hartwell and all these other people, like I think she takes that very, very personally. And part of me thinks like, she's like, if you're not going to do anything with the women's title, send me back down to NXT and I'll figure, I'll make some shit happen. And I think that's kind of like how she's approaching this. Yeah, she's it's just got announced. Really... It, sorry, it just got bad. announced. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it just got announced that ABC is adding Wednesday night NBA games. Uh, come <laughs> what? <Ooh. laughs> yeah, man, going be crazy, huh? On ABC, <laughs> everybody Wednesday got ABC. Night? Yeah, bro. Wednesday night is sick. Hey, uh, Tony Khan, swim good. Yeah, it's, that's that's tough. That's tough, my guy. <laughs> well, yeah. he, he's going up against. I'm not. Yeah, he's going up against so much shit. I just WCW 2.0. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, Cooked. Man. Cooked. Uh Wrestle Dream happened on Sunday. Uh, many are calling it the greatest pay per view of all time, guys. <laughs> Oh my god. As, as we do. Is it that month? Is that is it that part of the month already? Yeah, it's part the of the month. It is it's due. The rent, the is, rent due. is due. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, man. And it's late. And it's late. <laughs> I only watched a couple of kind of spot things on this show. I couldn't say if it was the pay-per-view of all greatest of all time pay-per-view but uh, i think i was hoping my niece was homework yeah i i i can't call it but uh what what did you think of what you saw uh meals jay i know you didn't watch that shit but what did you <laughs> what did you think meals i i um, watched a couple but yeah okay okay, okay. I'm, sorry. Do, I'm sorry yeah what did you think of what did you think of what happened okay <laughs> i will admit it from what the clips I saw in a couple of matches, it was a good show. It it was pretty decent. But let's pump the brakes of calling it the greatest of all time. Let, let's let's pump the brakes. But there were some good spots. I mean, it's just fifteen matches. I'm not gonna watch all damn fifteen matches. I'm I'm not yeah. doing that. But go right ahead, Mills. You can go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's safe to say. I think it's. I don't think it would be wrong to say that all. Most of these people on this card are great performers in the ring. And that's why you get a show like Russell Dream or really even the all, you know, all out show where people, you know, give rave reviews to the in-ring thing because the in-ring thing is what AEW does best. If they going to do anything, it's wrestle. <laughs> Tell stories, not fully sure. Develop new talent, mm, be good on that. Um, bring in old niggas, we got plenty. But... To have to be in the ring, they got that, and I think they had a strong set of matches. Um, I think those the strongest, I would say, Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. I think that was probably the strongest match on the card. Um, of course, Brian. Good job, Good job Coon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., which was the dream match that happened like three three matches before the main event. Um, was solid, but I don't know if it lived up to the hype that everyone's gonna be. It was know, a good match. I saw, good. I saw the match. It was a, it was a really good match. I just hate that belt that he has. That belt is so damn ugly. It is nasty. God, that belt it is, is so ugly. Nasty. It looked like a piece of candy. 
Um, the Christian versus Darby Allen match was even really good. I think um, when I look at this card, and I had the question on this kind of docket, looking at this card is the next big wrestling star somewhere in AEW. Um, looking at this card, I think they have some people with potential. Um, and I will say they need to hitch their wagon. I don't know. Julia Hart seems like a cool girl in real life. I watched her video blog right before this. I was like, oh, she seems cool. She's like young, cool chick. Um, she needs a lot more work in the ring and probably her and Chris Statlander would benefit from NXT. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't say that. But I know, but people are... (laughs) People were clapping their hands like, oh, my God, Julia Hart, they got to do something with her. And I'm like, bro, she is just as good as the people on Tuesdays, like <laughs> literally just as good. Um, and a lot of them are better, to be honest with you. She is the Thea Hale of this uh, of AEW. Um, I think them giving the win to Takeshita, Osprey, and Guevara, I think over the Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite, I thought that was a great move. I think they need to. But it was also a great move it all into. Like there there it's like okay so now you've beaten them like what two or three times at this point. Why right. would I care about what seems to be building to a blood and guts match this this fall? Like why would I care about it? They've been beating the shit out of y'all for months. I think they need to put their feet down to catch the thing. I think they need to like really go all in because I see him as really one of the next big stars of this company if they choose to develop him in that way but this company is terrible at developing um osprey who i assume will be AEW bound 2024 um is another person i would put it all in on uh um, <laughs> big pause um but <laughs> i don't know about govera yeah man but um Govera, no. Govera, they tr- it's uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. They tried. They tried. Out, he comes out and no they one does tried. shit. Yeah. They tried it, him with it's, Cody. It's they they tried and it, it doesn't work. I don't see it. Um I think eh, the guns are cool, but like I'm trying to look. Is the next big star on this card? Not currently, but there are definitely people who has potential to be a big star if they decide to go about this in the right way um but AEW again they just brought an edge so <laughs> this nigga gonna be wrestling a dinosaur in two weeks and taking up people's time who could be developed on the show or ricky stark's <laughs> face mean? wheeler yuda <laughs> what you mean they next um, are is uh eddie keekston man come on double champ let's go bro <laughs> listen man they scaring the hoes bro <laughs> he's 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 doing it for bus drivers everywhere is what i'm saying um <laughs> next up you got some wwe just this one wwe thing before we head into the card okay and i had to ask this question what the hell is going on with drew mcintyre he tired of y'all shit <laughs> he tired of y'all shit straight up he tired of y'all shit stop talking like shit it. about my man it's a I good slow like, burn. It's a good it's slow a, burn. Yo. I agree. I agree 100%. It's a great slow burn. This is the most uniquely thought out heel turn I've ever seen. And because it's not it's not the usual, you feel me? Like it, it's it's like it is it is legitimately like him kind of fighting his own demons in 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 a lot of ways. 
And that's why I fuck with it. And there's an opportunity for him, for instance. There's an opportunity for him to really say he can go. I think it's because he can go still either one way or the other, right? Like mm-hmm. he's not totally to the heel side yet, and they haven't started completely mailing it in. There is definitely an opportunity for him to be like, oh, okay, you know, I can make these choices and kind of like turn it around. I can side with Jay. I can side with Cody. But then there is the other part of him that's saying like, how much of this am I doing for me? And I think it's great they're having the Miz be kind of like the voice, the conscience, the conduit for all of this. Because that promo last night, I was like, whoa, he's spinning. Like you ain't need to read him like that. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't the usual you people promo either. It was very much like he said not... the people support me. He was like the only people I answer to are still the people. Yeah. And and, and I think that it, it's cool because it, it's it's gonna be like, oh now y'all don't like me cheating, but y'all like Jay when he cheated. Y'all like Jay when he was whooping niggas' asses. Y'all like Jay. Well, he didn't say nigga, but you like Jay when he was whooping people's asses. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you like all of these things and why am I not allowed to do those things and I think that it, it's a I got to come in kind of like whoever's writing the storyline and, and I would imagine that they're probably writing other storylines on the show as well um but having that weave into the Jay storyline but not completely go there because you could realistically see him facing Cody or Jay or you could see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being upset at, at, at Cody as well and I think that it, that just really works for me it, it, it's very much a, a layered heel turn that I think that something it has to be something Mills that drew, that Drew was waiting for when it came time to decide if he was going to sign or not when you when you say yeah I would think so because I think he's been I said this last night in the discord I think it's weird that Drew McIntyre has gotten only one world title shot in the last two years mm-hmm. I think that's so weird um I mean, there was only one world title and it was pretty much by Roman and stuff like that. So everyone kind of had to wait in line. But I think the caliber of the town that he is and kind of what he showed you he was. And not, I'm not sure if he's H or not. You know what I'm saying? That has a lot he's to do with He's H. He's H. He's H. He's H. Definitely. Because, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, Edge wasn't H. And we saw how that went. Um, you should have known he wasn't H. <laughs> I knew he wasn't H. Um but he's a it's a it's interesting to see them tell this story and i think this will be this will do good if they decide okay he's going to be the top heel on the raw brand moving into mm-hmm. 2024 i and, think so i think so yeah and he's a you know again miz kind of being like that's cap you're only doing this because you have a guilty conscience and stuff like that. Like you're not moving how you actually want to move. You're moving how you think you should move um, is a great touch overall. And I think uh, we're building in a, I'm not sure if this leads to some sort of survivor series betrayal or something along those lines, but it's heading somewhere. And this is a way more interesting story than whatever the fuck he was doing with Riddle. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, it was we, we, that was going to be the perfunctory kind of predictable heel turn. And yeah, I think I that now they've they, it, it's made them it's made them kind of rethink what they're going to do. So so kudos to them for finding something interesting for Drew McIntyre, because I honestly not going to lie, did not think that there was anything else for him to do. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, fast lane Hold on, before one more thing. Are they doing okay, are they doing war games this year at Survivor Series or no? 
I I don't know, bro. I I they did not sell that arena to be able to fit a war games there. So I if they do, that would be quite the interesting move for them to, to put a war games there. In in all honesty, because mm-hmm. they didn't sell that building to to it's not big enough to put a put the war games stuff in there. And I think where's it at? Is it in Boston? It's in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Okay, okay, okay. Who needs war oh. games when you got? <laughs> who needs war games when you got a? You know what? Is uh is Mister Punkman showing up since it's in Chicago? Is he gonna come backstage? I don't know. I mean, we don't even really know if he has a non compete clause yet. So, like, I, I think it, it's 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 tough, right? It's like we we don't know what where the conversation has gone with 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 him and WWE. We don't know where their relationship has gone. You know, with 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 him and Tony and if he had again if he has a uh, non-compete clause we it's a lot of things we don't know about that situation right now so I would um, imagine he doesn't considering how their contract was terminated and they made sure that it was terminated with cause that jargon that jargon to me um, says we're cutting ties so don't expect to get a paycheck after this (laughs) (laughs) Damn, punk we're rent not due? paying you anymore. Yeah, rent due. You might have some funny tweets in the next couple of weeks. Uh, okay, <laughs> WWE, WWE Fastlane is coming up this Saturday, October 7th. It is emanating live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, it is very much so a card of the caliber of the pay-per-view Fastlane. <laughs> Car's not bad. It's not bad, but you know, it's a, uh, it's got the stars on it. It's got actually a lot of big stars on this. Every match has a star on it, so you know what? I'm bugging. Um, but there's only five matches announced thus far. I expect something to be announced on SmackDown. Um, for no, I don't know why I'm expecting it. I just do. Seems like six <laughs> matches would be better. Um, but and these matches, like, these matches look like they're gonna go long too. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. These matches, all right, so let's get into the first match. This one was yeah. just announced Monday. It is the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, who Finn Balor they said he was injured or something. Was he injured? Gotta be Cap. Mm, big Cap. Um, okay. Just using a, using a sick day. Um, Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. It's interesting we still haven't gotten heard what Cody's supposed to say yet. But do, <laughs> but do you think there's a real possibility that Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso walk out undisputed WWE tag team champions? No. No. Yeah, no. I don't no. think so. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think that it's more likely that we get more questions about what uh, what Jay's whole, you know, role is in the, in this whole thing. Um, I, I think that the idea right now is you want to make Cody now the person that is questionable in, um, in on, on Raw, where it's like, okay, can we trust Cody at this point? And and I think that to me is 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 a more worthwhile uh, story to tell uh, throughout this. I agree. Um, let's say you, Jay. What do you think about this encounter and kind of everything they've been doing with Uso and Rhodes? 
Yeah, Jay Uso is he's over. He is extremely over right now with the main event thing. Um, I just think that Judgment Day walks out, walks away from this because it, it just makes perfect sense. It just doesn't. Cody doesn't need the tag titles. Jay definitely doesn't need the tag titles. Like he just got them off this year. So I, th- I think it Day would be there. interesting. I think it would be interesting to see like Jay Uso tag team champions with someone else. Yeah. Like it would really solidify the divide between him and Jimmy if he won the title with someone else, especially Cody Rhodes. Because mm-hmm. both Usos are teaming with different people on this show. Um mm. I They're think also it would gonna be on the same show, which is, is gonna be interesting. You think Jim, same you think show is, you think Jimmy Costas Jay? Nah, I don't think they, nah, I don't think they cross over like that yet. Nah, Rumble. I, I, I think Rumble, yeah, Rumble or Survivor Series, if that's going to be a thing. Um, okay, there's going to be a lot of different avenues and 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 uh, ways that they can they can connect um, in the next couple of months. So I, it, it does seem to me like it's full speed ahead to Uso versus Uso. Right, and and, right. and to be fair, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso will also be on SmackDown this week as they announce on the show. So. There's a lot of things brewing. I'm going to, I know, listen, I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso for funsies. Because I really do think it would be interesting to see them as tag team champions, even if for a short while. And uh, it it looks like we're kind of getting some cracks in the whole Judgment Day kind of thing Mm -hmm. with Rio this week. That's a good point also. Um... I think if you if you're gonna do the cash in, which I, I I'm gonna be real, I absolutely think, and I'm this is spoiler for later, but I absolutely think Seth is it's time for him to drop the title. And I think if you're gonna get the cash in, Fastlane is the show that where people don't aren't really thinking about it. This is a way where you could get people to talk about the show. Absolutely, look, man, oh, we man. dropped it. We lost. Y'all lost. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> not my belt. <bonus>. <laughs> Yeah, I love that kind of energy. Um, let's head into the next match. Just announced on SmackDown this week. Latino World Order, LWO, is going up against Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Street Profits had to make their... Uh, had to kind of like, you know, really um, solidify their allegiance this week. They really did it. Bobby Lashley... I like his character now because I feel like he's an unassuming, destructive force. Like, there's something where, like, don't let the suits follow you. He will kill you. <laughs> don't let the suits <laughs> fool you. He will kill you. Um, and there's something about that that I think is cool. Um, whereas Dawkins and Montez Ford are just wearing suits to me. But um, <laughs> where, where, do you, where do you feel with <laughs> I'm, I'm on a roll. Where do you feel? Where do you feel like? How do you feel about this? Where do you feel like it's going? Is there any implications with Ray and Santos? Like, how do you feel like this is all going to go? Um, I think you. I think you kind of have two stories to tell here. One of them being you got to solidify the the profits heel turn and and whatever they're going to be called uh, with Bobby Lashley now. But also you got you have to also solidify the fact that this this Ray LWO thing is going to come to an end. I, I think that the Santos face turn 
you you got LA Knight, you got a lot of big, big baby faces on the show now. You don't really need Santos to be carrying up that 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 you know uh, that mantle any longer. Um, and and I think that you you have a way more interesting show if Santos is you know realistically uh, uh, the the biggest heel on the show. What say you, Jay? Yeah, man. Um, first of all, I want to give him a big shout out to Santos and Ray for that United States Championship match this past Friday. Hell of a match. Yeah. Um, really good. Yeah, you have to you have to solidify this heel's profit the heel profits turn. Um, I'm giving them the win. I'm gonna go Bobby and the profits, and I think you start seeing the seeds. You start seeing the seeds starting to turn a little bit for LWO because Ray did not help them. When the profits came in at the end of the match, Ray was on the outside. So that, that, yeah, his ass whooped. <laughs> that could be I'm just saying, but also that elbow that he gave to I forgot their names on Friday night when Joaquin they did that brawl. Joaquin. Joaquin. Good <laughs> Lord. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. The unassuming <laughs> part of it. Like who knew? <laughs> this man in the in the lying. weirdest a, a non-collared blazer? <laughs> I was like, where you get that from? Uh, you know what I'm That's so fashion yeah, on have, a different level. I... Yeah, I'm going uh profits and Lashley for the win. Okay. I'm going I'm going um Lashley and Profits for the win as well. I'm gonna go there too. For sure. All right. We better all bet on black this week. Um the next matchup. Is a triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. Man, where have we heard this before? Um, <laughs> EO Sky. <Triple. laughs> EO Sky defending against who Who guessed it? Asuka and Charlotte Flair <laughs> for the WWE Women's Championship. Man, where have we seen this before? Um, listen. How have you felt about EO's reigns thus far? I think that's really the big, the big conversation. She is having the she's having the reign of a money in the bank winner. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the yeah. real reign. It it's yeah, not the just, real one yeah. yet. Yeah, it ain't the real reign. Yeah. It's not the real reign yet. But she had a great match with Oscar last week. I thought it was tremendous. One of my favorite matches of the year. Um, I'm sure the match with Charlotte. They were like, "Yo, you got to spend more time in the ring with Charlotte." <laughs> I'm sure they had an earmark for Fastlane. I was like, mm, let's throw Oscar in this. Um, I'm interested to see where this ends up. There have been, well, I don't know. I don't want to say about the rumors yet because I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll matter for this pay per view. What, what um, are the rumors? Kyrie. Ah, uh, okay. okay. I don't know if it'll matter for this pay per view. There has to be something on this show that make people talk. And I, I don't know what it would be, but Kyrie would definitely be one of those moments if that were to happen. If Kyrie, Kyrie, I keep saying it like Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie shows up and will give Oscar back the title, I think that would be great. But Eo Sky is having a very money in the bank thing. It could end at any time, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. To be real with you, exactly. It could be over here. This is Oscar and Charlotte we're talking about. I think if Charlotte was going to win, they would make a bigger stink about 16 times. So I don't think it's going to be Charlotte. 
I think it's very likely maybe Asuka, but I want to say Io Sky retains here, and then we move into the the full Charlotte program. Yeah, I think I think they don't they haven't gotten enough juice out of the squeeze on uh on uh Io's reign yet. So I'm I'm willing to say the same. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll go with you. I'll go with I was gonna say Io Shirai. Sorry, Io Sky for the win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I wonder what you're going to say about this one. John Cena and LA Knight versus the Bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, and a regular-ass tag team match. What you think about this, Mills? Hey, man, I want to know your thoughts. Yeah. The LA Knight, the, LA Knight, the superstar. You know? The megastar. The megastar, the, LA Knight. One, I, I've been holding on to this. Contract negotiations. There's been some rumors about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been rumors he hasn't signed yet. Looking for a little bit more. This looks like a pretty good indication that they want to try. It was like, all right, let's see, let's see if you if you can stand alongside it. John Cena and look like a look like that mega star. Let's see what it looked like. Is is this is definitely the let's see what it looked like match. Uh yes, listen, I, I really when John Cena's yelling at you from the apron, can you feel can you <laughs> <laughs> can you survive that? Can you listen, deal man, with that? I think that I think that um I'm not as down on LA Knights uh on LA Knight's push. And I've said this before. I, I do think there's questionableness of his working style and like what he does there. Like, I mean, he damn near killed Jimmy uh, with that fucking uh, whatever the fuck he was Power doing. Slam. I was like, bro, stop doing that. Like, that shit looked. You, you don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like that shit looked crazy. But um, I, I think that, you know, with LA, you, you have the, you know, you have the advantage of, of him just being really well liked and you need you like and I'll say this, you know, I'll, I'll say this every day. You need more acts on that car that are well liked and get a reaction like L.A. Knight does. I'm sorry. Like you just can't deny the guy that the fact that he's really popular. And regardless of if he's trash or not, you know, people cheer Kennedy and I wasn't a fan of fucking Ken Kennedy. You know what I mean? And he was about to get the whole world and the whole earth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at the end of the day, like, I can't I can't really you know shit on it that much but i think in terms of like can he stand the test of time with with a john cena etc cetera, etc cetera, you know that's 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 up to them to decide and and i think that he's he's kind of done the work in terms of like being a, a an attractive star for that for that brand i think it's really just up to wwe to kind of give him the 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 sweet deal that that he's been looking for and 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 he and it's up to him to prove his worth ultimately so um, we'll see how that kind of lands, but I think this match is a is a good litmus test for him, and and I and I hope that they kind of uh, that, that they're able to to make it to make it work because it's big time, yo. It's John Cena. It's, it's it, may, it might be on a B show, but they're treating their B shows like A shows. I mean, you know, like that. That's just what it is now. So, um, <laughs> if it don't work out, it it you know because because the theory is here's where I think is going to play out. I think LA is going to be the hot tag guy for sure. And I and I think that in in being the hot tag guy, it, he's going to to definitely uh, kind of elicit that reaction every single time. But it's also what happens in 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 the ring that's going to be the most important part. And I think that 
H and Nick and all of them are, are going to look for the John Cena book report on LA night after this is over and, and we'll see what he says. I think John Cena and LA night will walk out the victors and they will, the, the bloodline will have to figure out how it goes once the tribal chief who is on his way back <laughs> returns to SmackDown. He's like, running like he's like Goku when he was coming back from King Kai's. Like he's just on yeah. the way. <laughs> he's just on the way. You know what? Since SummerSlam. Um, so yeah, I think John Cena and LA Knight win. What about you guys? I, I think I think the same. No doubt about it. And and maybe like yeah. Solo beats the shit out of John Cena or something. Yeah, man. Um, um, this is this is a huge test for LA Knight. This is. Sink, sink or swim for him. This is mm-hmm. literally sink or swim for him. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. La Knight and Cena. Big shouts to also big shouts to Solo man. Cena going up against Umaga now. This, this is wow. probably a cool moment for him. So big yeah, shouts out. That's to Solo. like LeBron James play, playing everybody's sons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's like, hey, you, 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 fit, you, you wrestle against my dad. I beat up your daddy. I, I, I tore his ass up with that ring post. I'll tell you I, what. I, bro, I choked his ass out with a rope. <laughs> Just know we're making a callback for that match. Um, breaking news. A little bit of breaking news. Oh, wow. Okay. full Select reports that Mustafa Ali was originally scheduled to win the NXT North American Championship. Uh, which is reason why there are frustrations with the call to cut him. They said that Dominic Mysterio was always going to beat Dragon Lee, of course. Um, this would have played off. It would have been a triple threat match, something, something. And Ali was supposed to win the North American Championship. As we know, Big Trick Williams, North American Champion. Can't say it didn't work. <laughs> Can't say all's well that doesn't end well. You know what I'm saying? Um, Listen, man, I love us. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Don't we? Oh, my God. What a, what a origin story. Damn, Ali. You used to be helping the brothers hey, man, out. Shout out to Ali. Little TBS title, little international title. Ain't gonna hurt. Um, he gonna be a go cop. to the main event, Justin? Yeah, let's let's get to the main event. Main event from what it look it's looking like it's gonna be Seth getting his first main event with this fucking title. Seth Rollins versus nah, Shinsuke. He had won the last pay per view, right? Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it was. So this would be his second one. So shout out to him for that. Um right, him versus- John Cena's John Cena, baby. John nah, Cena's on the poster. John I think Cena's on the poster, baby. It's a last man standing match, bro. That that's that that tag match ain't gonna be bigger than that that last man standing, in my opinion. My, okay. my humble opinion. but um they've been building the hell out of this match and i gotta commend them for attempting to do it this way um i i do have like i i i'm not the biggest fan of like seth's kind of like going back to kind of like his whiny promo style i felt like monday was a bit uh it was a bridge too far i'm like i'm already sold you know what i'm saying like i'm i already get it Right, you know, me, me and Mills had the whole back anatomy <laughs> uh, conversation yeah. a month ago. 
the whole, I, the whole back and forth. Yes, the whole back and forth uh, a month ago. We get it. I understand. It's to a point where it's almost like they they heard me and was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna defend the hell out of J five here." Yeah. But uh, <laughs> five booking here, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a good. I I know there, there's been like a lot of like, um, what, what what can I say? Uh, back. I mean, again, back and forth about the the quality of that match from from a month ago. Um, but I thought the match was was good a month ago. I I, I was not mad at it at all, and I I think that um, Shinsuke. I don't want to say depleted, but as you know, as he is now, I think that his character work has been really, really good during this feud. I think it has been good, but I think we needed to. Um, I think the back thing was kind of established, but now we've kind of been like continuing to establish it shit for like two months, and I feel like the story could have gone in a much more personal direction. Yeah. Uh, well, he talks about his daughter. You know what I mean? What, yeah. what, what's, what's Nakamura gonna do? Give Rue the fucking Kinshasa? Shit, maybe. I didn't talk about shit, he might find some new shit. Um, but I think uh yeah, I think it's uh this will be a fine match. And <laughs> that's a nice way. <laughs> this will be a fine last man standing match at uh you know, Seth is gonna be in his Cena bag, his Cena and 08 bag of mm-hmm. being marred by some sickness or arm decapitation and still win. So uh <laughs> does does the cash in happen in your opinion? Does the cash in happen? I think this is the best place for it to happen. Absolutely. And they like to they like to do this shit around Survivor series too. They like to do a lot yeah. of chain title changes and in October, November, to be honest with you. So I wouldn't be surprised to feel like if Damian Priest wins it and then Seth wins it back. I don't think Seth is like needs to go to Mania with this shit. Um, I hope he doesn't go to Mania with this shit. Like that, that is like my, my, my true hope is that that actually does not happen. Um, but yeah, that is, that is the show. I, Wait, what, I, what, what did you, who did you have? Well, I some does everyone have Seth? I think I have Seth too, but he'll get cashed in on. Jay, what yeah, about I you? got, I got Seth also, but I believe I, I was before Jay even Jay Five even said it like before we did predictions. This is I was gonna say Damian Priest has to cash in. I I feel I have a feeling he's been, he's been teasing it. He the way he's been acting on on Raw and stuff and all that. I have a feeling that he this is a perfect time to do it. Either way, whoever, which man who wants it. I mean, Seth is probably going to win it, but whoever, if Shinsuke wins it, then it's a perfect time to do it. So, yeah, but Seth is winning. We most likely get a cash in. All right. All right. All right. That is the show. Uh, Fastlane reporting on Saturday. Are you going to be watching Collision Meals? Um, nah, I'm <laughs> high key. No longer a collision guy ever since Punk left. It's been a bug. It's just been bad. Man, I, thought you were all co- I thought you were the colliders, man. I guess I was a punk guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was. I was a punk guy. I liked the direction when he had the show. Listen, collision in the dirt currently. <laughs> Ratings lesser than Rampage. I was like, how does that happen? Um, 
WWE pay-per-views, bro. You, you hey, think man. you're hot. You, you think you, you, you think you're hot until, you know, well, somebody good for punk for, Yeah, good for Punk for punching that guy. They would have blamed this on him. You know what I'm saying? No, not good for Punk for punching that guy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> JB Gray, thank you so much for being on the show uh, and, 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 and being here and, and, and talking through this Edge thing. I, I know it, this was something that was on Mills' mind. But uh, thank you for being a Hall of Fame patron. And, and again, thank you for being such a fucking bright spot in that in the Discord as well. Um, and, you know, we love the Real Wrestling Chat Discord. Shout out to everybody in there. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Again, I couldn't. I'm just glad to be on a platform like this. And I appreciate all you guys' time. Thank you so much. Of course, man. Um, where can they follow us, Justin? Uh, they can follow us at OG Johnny 5 on Twitter and Instagram at meals TV on both as well. And I think JB great. You're, you're JB great everywhere as well. Hey man, JB great everywhere. Just, just holla at me. Yes, sir. So for meals and JB great, I'm Justin. Thank you guys for listening to the A show. And we'll talk to you guys next week after fast lane, spooky season, and it might get even spookier for them. AEW ratings after next week. So <laughs> we'll see you guys <laughs> next week on the A show. Peace. <laughs>